0: befriend your body podcast oh that good sensation hello Gio hi Wanda how are you today I'm great and you and congratulations on your perfect parallel parking job thank you very proud (laughs) I'm very proud of myself (laughs) positivity right we notice anything that's good and positive and we let it in exactly that helps with good sensation which is what we're going to talk about today so our last two podcasts, we did a part one and part two on feeling, emotions, et cetera, and how to um, manage them and uh, actually express them in ways that are healthy and that allow us to let the emotion move through. But I, I got some comments, and it seems like uh, the, the information about sensation is fairly new to some people, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about sensation today. Uh, Sometimes people use words interchangeably like uh, feeling, emotion, sensation, um, and they can be similar, but they're not exactly the same. Um, For instance, sensations are the physiological shifts that underlie emotion. So when you're really small and you start crying because you can't have Captain Crunch in the grocery store, um, when you're really little, you don't really know what's going on, but then your mom or dad says, oh, you're really sad. And then we learn to make the connection with the physiological changes that crying and sadness bring into what that emotion is. So the sensations sort of underlie emotion, and so we notice that we feel you know deep sort of heavy inside and and you know our face droops and and that's sort of the sensation which leads to the emotion of sadness they did some studies all over the world with every uh, main culture that they worked with and they found out that the sensations in the body that underlie emotions are the same in every culture so we all have a similar physiology regardless of what our ethnicity is so it, i think in order to really live embodied, which is also what we talked about uh, the last couple podcasts, being aware of sensations and not being afraid of them is a, also another important concept, I think, and an important skill to have. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Great. I'm curious to see what it's coming because we do have a lot of sensations, right? We just have to figure out which they are and how to deal with them, right? Right, exactly. Like every time we start a podcast, I have a little bit of a buzzy uh, sensation inside. Not because it's bad, but because, you know, it's new and I'm, it's kind of exciting and fun. But there's also a little bit of nervousness. Will I do it right? And so, yeah, we have sensations and, you know, all, all going on all the time. Uh, we're just not always listening. So And and also, many people sometimes are uncomfortable experiencing sensations, especially those that underlie negative emotion. Like, I don't like feeling angry. I hate what that feels like. Everything gets tight and braced and my fists clench and my face gets red. And I try to push it away sometimes. So I don't like that sensation, and so I try to ignore it. In fact, a lot of times we do try to ignore our body's sensation messages. And some of us are very successful for a long time until the sensations and emotions get so big that we kind of, you know, lose it or have a temper tantrum. I've seen fifty year olds throw a temper tantrum that is worthy of a two year old, right? And or, you know, we burst into tears and can't stop crying. So if we can listen to our body's sensation messages early, then we know what to do about that sensation. A simple analogy may be helpful if you've ever had an infant and the infant begins to cry if you pick him or her up immediately and remedy what it is. I'm crying because I'm hungry or he or she is crying because they're wet um, or they have colic or, you know, or they're scared. Like there's lots of many reasons why humans cry, infants and grown-ups. But if you remedy the problem right away, they generally will settle down right away and become calm and happy again. But if you ignore the infant for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, two hours, three hours, by the time you pick him or her up, they are so upset, it's really, really hard to calm them back down. In fact, you might do what they need, change their diaper, feed them, but they're still going to be internally very agitated because that sensation was left and ignored for so long and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. So our body operates similarly. If we pay attention to our sensations and address whatever it is that the body is asking for, um, we can catch that emotion when it's really small and then it's much easier to respond or deal with or give our body what you know she or he needs in that moment. So learning how to listen to your sensations and addressing them quickly is a much better option than ignoring them, but, but our habit tends to be to ignore them Uh, also that's one of the reasons by the way for addictions right like people who are addicted to a substance or porn or shopping or over exercising or workaholism like whatever addiction people might struggle with they're not doing it because they want to or because they feel great they're doing it because they feel awful inside and so if we can start to listen and deal with our sensations when they're small we might also be able to stop our struggle with addiction if we have one. So let's go over a little bit more the language of sensation. So I'm heading for Japan soon to help train Japanese therapists in some uh, attachment trauma healing work, which is so exciting. So I'm trying to learn some Japanese, Kunichiwa, ohio so that I can communicate a little bit. So anytime you're learning a new language, it's important to learn, especially the important words, mm-hmm. how to say hello, goodbye, where's the bathroom, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all important. the important words, right? <laughs> so thankfully for the language of sensation, no grammar is needed because the important words are just basically the basic sensations. So as you get more familiar with the words of this new language, it becomes easier to listen and comprehend when someone is speaking to you or, for instance, when your body is speaking to you. So Gio and I are just going to share, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 of some of the predominant sensations that every human being experiences in their body at some point, possibly every day a couple times a week or whatever and and I'm going to encourage you as we read the word or share the word sensation word to just try to check in with your own being and just notice if you're feeling any of these sensations right now Um, just a little clue most of us feel our body sensations from sort of our jaw down to our pelvic region most of the time the sensations are in the core Sometimes people feel in the limbs, but generally it's the core of our bodies, and so that's where you kind of pay attention. All right, ready? Let's go. Okay. So again, just try to notice and see if you feel any of these right now or if you can remember feeling them recently. All right, so buzzy. Dry. Constricted. Fragile. Energized. Full. Hollow. Itchy. Numb. Light. Shaky. Raw. Still. Strong. Great. Thank you, Gio. Thank you, Wanda. So that's just a few... Of the sensation words, I actually have a list, and if you're interested, um, contact me on my uh, p- page, and I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you an email of it um, that lists uh, over a hundred sensation words. So there's so many sensations that we're having all the time. So as you start to notice the vocabulary of sensation and become aware of them, your, you know, your new language will become greatly expanded. Um, so as you can see. We enjoy some of the sensations that we, we talked about are positive, warm, smooth, energized, um, full. But there's many sensations we experience as negative, jittery, cold, queasy, shaky, fragile. But really, it's they're, they're not negative or bad. Just, it's just your body trying to communicate with you. So if you have a negative, quote, negative sensation come up, Maybe take a moment and just check in with your body. Why are we feeling fragile in this moment? And what do we need to feel strong again? So that you're really you know, navigating life by not just living in your head, but actually being embodied and giving your body what she or he needs. Most of us try to ignore the sensations we perceive as negative as long as we're able. And then we wonder why we have a big emotional explosion. When you try to push a beach ball down into a pool, right? the the harder you push it down, the more resistance you build, so when you let go of it, it shoots up in the air, and that's what happens when we shove, 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 shove negative feeling, sensations, or emotions down, is that when we finally can't hold them anymore, they explode, and then they make kind of a mess in our lives in that moment. So... We, I know from experience that it, it's much easier to live in my head, trying to manage and plan and think and and sort of sort of cycle, almost like a moon circling the the sun. I'm just sort of you know my thoughts are just cycling, cycling. But when I embody what that is live in my mind and my body and really feel my life and, and my sensations and give my body what here what she needs my ability to live in joy and freedom and honesty is greatly expanded so i really encourage you to try it this week see how many sensations you can notice and then notice when you even just give compassionate awareness to them that they, they tend to calm down a little bit like awareness is curative it's not all we need but it's certainly part of the part of the s- solution um, and maybe try expanding your list of sensations and as always please feel free to let me know how it goes let us know send us a, an email on the contact link on the website we'd love to hear from you and so to close uh it, um, we're going to just give our going deeper question for those of you who want to engage with the material a little more uh, it, the questions are if this information is new to you what is your sort of knee-jerk internal response also what are your what is your mind's response what are your thoughts about this new information and then how does your body respond to the thought or the concept of you paying better attention to this lovely container, this lovely temple that we all live in, of mind, hearts, spirits, bodies, souls, this, this beauty that we live in, and how does your body respond at the thought of, I'm going to listen a little more. So, that's it for today. Any thoughts or questions you have to close, Gio? No, but I love the subject. Thank you for sharing with us, and your analogies are always fun and useful, because you can actually start thinking how you're dealing with your emotions, and I appreciate I'm going to do that exercise this weekend and think a little bit more how I'm treating my body and my sensations. Oh, awesome. Well, hey, if, if, even if it's only you that gains that. Yeah, you're helping that's, somebody that's for right. sure. So thank you, listeners. Have a wonderful day and take care of your body.